Welcome to That's It, the podcast, with your host, Kieran Bowman. And Lauren Fitzpatrick. Yay! <laughs> that was such a delayed reaction, but that's how we're all feeling. That yeah, it happened. is. Long time coming, long this time. podcast. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Like but We've been working on this since, what, March? March, whenever that was, last year or something. Oh, <laughs> Feels like last year. It does, but, like, maybe... Maybe oh, heard that. that was my phone going buzz buzz. <gasps> shocking. It is shocking. You know, should have that on silent. It is on silent. I just don't like not having Without that on the buzz. Oh, I hate that. I hate that. But we're recording a call. Yes, I know. But imagine getting English a really, imagine getting a really really important call. Imagine Hollywood okay. ringing. You wish, <laughs> They've heard about this podcast fifty five seconds in and. They already want They're a like, piece of me. Get Kieran, get we want Ke- you. <laughs> we want you, 55 seconds in. Lauren, we don't know her, we only want Kieran. No, we only want Kieran. Um, just just Kieran. Kieran. Um, anyways. So yeah, we yeah, are we, finally here. Yeah, we've been wanting to do this podcast for a while. We have done a podcast already, but... Yeah, I don't think our yeah. listeners would want to listen to us talk about ourselves for, what, 45 minutes? Mm, just wouldn't... That. Just well, the first be. one we did was about an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, I don't no. know how or what we talked about. It, like, it was a bit of conversation, wasn't it? it yeah, was just... it was. We love... We tried. We like talking about ourselves, apparently. Yeah, we do. It's not a bad thing. It's not that we're not interesting it's just, people, it's just... We're just very chatty we people are chatty sometimes. People. Depends on the day. It is. Definitely depends on the day for me, anyway. But and we um, do apologise beforehand if this podcast is a bit long because we do, we are a bit nervous. It's our first one, so yeah, we're just hoping it goes well. Hopefully, and it goes also, well. I hope you're all staying home and staying safe because that's important. And we are in different areas right now, so we're not filming, well, recording the podcast like. In the same vicinity, we're in different places, so we're safe. I'm in Dumfries and Galloway. Now I'm in Glasgow. Yeah. Well, we've got we've got two podcasts, don't we? So yeah, Mondays and Thursdays. Hopefully, hopefully the days we don't know. We are recording this on our Monday. (laughs) Yeah. But we We had some technical difficulties. We were recording it last night, but we were a bit off track. We were a bit. Delayed. Yeah. You've delayed. not slept still. I've still not slept. I've still not slept. I've had nine okay. hours. I've got my Red Bull. Oh, I'm fine. I've had my bit of chocolate. Uh, yeah, so two podcasts. One up the one Monday we hope to have a TV slash film review. Um where one of us will pick a TV show one week and the following week we'll have a movie genre week. Then the following week, following week, it'll be the other person's TV show choice. I'm genuinely so excited for all the movies and TV shows. I am as well. What I live in, and then I just live, sleep, and breathe movies and TV shows. Well, you have a cinema pass, don't you, and stuff like that. Yeah, I I figured out yesterday. I've not been to the cinema in three months. Is that That since we went to watch? Yeah. Birds of Prey. That was the last time. Wow. That's very devastating. That is. That a... was so long ago. Wow. And then our second podcast it. on a 
Thursday is going to be a quiz kind of thing. Yeah, with like our friends. We'll try and get loads of people on. It's going to be fun. I think friends at first, because obviously we don't know who's going to be yeah. listening. Yeah, definitely. Like Our friends, they're fun. They're cool people. We're going to have fun. I, I don't know how many times I've just said fun. Fun, in the same fun, sentence. fun. <laughs> fun, fun, fun. Sound like Cat in the Hat. Oh, God. <laughs> but anyways, we're going to have a great time. My, my best friend's going to come on. Our friend from uni is going to come on. It's going to be a swell time. We are going to have we're... listeners involved as well in the uh, picking films as well. Yeah, and as well, even for like quiz, one of the times if we build well, up Well, hopefully... A... We can get people yeah, hopefully on. We, we hold a competition. Our... Hold a competition. Oh, yes. Who wants to be on our quiz? Look at us being absolute geniuses. No, we're just thinking <laughs> like, of this honestly. on the top of our head. And we're only five minutes exactly. into the podcast. I know. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, Anyways. So we better get on with this week's podcast. Yeah, that that's probably a good idea. We're yeah. already five minutes in. We've not even talked about... <laughs> this podcast. I mean, we've got to introduce it, don't we? So. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. Just punched my laptop. <laughs> oh, please don't do that. Oh, God. We need your laptop in this situation. We need situation. my laptop. What are we talking about in today's podcast? So, we are talk- it's your choice this week, so we're doing Why yeah, Nona Up. That absolutely fantastic TV show. Oh. I don't know if any of you have watched it. It's Hopefully on... we've got some airpers listening. It's on Netflix in the UK. We know for sure it's season one and two is on Netflix in the UK. Season one, yeah. two, three in the United States, and possibly the same in Australia. I'm not too sure. I think it might be the same. Season as, one, two, same as us in Australia. We get like I think it's on most Netflixes anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but it should be, but, shouldn't it? Yeah. Um, the show first premiered in April of two thousand sixteen, which is. Quite a long time ago, actually, now thinking back. 2016, four years ago. Jesus, four years? Wow. That, we love to see it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Sorry, I'm... Don't know what you're doing there. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm quite nervous, it's okay, it's okay. Um... Do you want to give us a little summary of the show? Of the show, so it's based on the character of um, funny old thing, Winona Up. Well, I didn't who know is, that. Um, well, you you might not have. You've not watched it, apparently. Yeah, uh, of course. I've just uh, never watched it. Mark. <laughs> That's why we're reviewing it. <laughs> uh, so um, yeah, based on Winona Up, who's the great granddaughter of. Um, Wyatt Earp, who is actually a historic figure. Um, we, yeah. He was a he was a lawman, wasn't he? Yeah, as long uh, as well as like Doc Holliday, who's also in the series. He's a main part of the series. So um, yeah, Winona comes back to her hometown of Purgatory. Wow, another yeah name really that you wild. just think of. What gives me the shivers? <laughs> yeah, gives me the shivers. It just doesn't sit right. Yeah, um, she I'd comes back. I'd be a back. bit scared. Oh, I would be a bit I scared as well. Yeah. Like, if my mum was to come home as like family trip to Purgatory, I'd, I'd be, be like, like no. can I stay home? Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, she mm-hmm. comes back on her 27th birthday for her uncle's funeral. 
Yeah. So, quite, and quite a sad birthday. It is quite sad, there. yeah. Um and yeah, um everyone thinks it's she's he dies naturally, natural causes and all. But why known as the first one to realise that wait, it's not. It's not um yeah. she, he was she, he, he, she, he was killed. What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like what? He was killed, in fact, by something called a revenant, which is. Well, like, but uh, it's not confirmed. Well, it's that not it confirmed, was but she. But it's not... like that's what Winona thinks. Winona thinks. Also, I want to add that this show is a TV adaptation by Emily Andress, who's adapt. Well, it's originally in comic book form, written by Bo Smith. And it's been adapted to television by Emily Andress. And it's been probably should have mentioned that at the start, but hey, first yeah, podcast. You, 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 you started jumping on I the did. notes there, and I was, I was like, like oh, oh no. in my head, I was like, I need to get this in. Yeah. But so yeah, it's okay. killed by a revenant. Doesn't know yet. She does know. It's confusing. Um. So basically, the revenants are like are the souls of the outlaws that Wyatt Earp killed with his peacemaker and basically Winona inherited the Earp curse which the whole show is about basically. And the whole of purgatory suffer from. Yeah and like because basically the whole of purgatory kind of full of revenants and the reason why all the revenants are there is because it's in something called the Ghost River Triangle, which borders the town. And if the revenants step outside the lines, they could basically go up in flames. Uh, and that's what happens if Winona shoots them in the forehead with Peacemaker. But the, she sends them back to hell this way, she kills them, they go back. Yeah, it's quite, End it's of quite wild. It's quite, it's quite a fun way to go, isn't it? it? Is, yeah, Just having Winona stand in front of you, like... Say some, make, mutter some words and, you know, go ahead. Yeah, like, make your peace. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... We love it. Yeah. I don't endorse it, but... <laughs> I don't endorse it. Wow. But we yeah. love it in TV form. It's as though they exist in real life. <laughs> I know. Mm. We're then... So basically, after that whole stuff, um, we're introduced to Winona's younger sister, Waverly, who's portrayed as like the, the town's sweetheart. She's loved by everyone. She's also got a, like, a huge passion for research, which plays a part throughout the whole season when she helps Winona keep track of all the revenants alongside their leader, Bobo Del Rey. Who is Love the Bobo. first season's? Yeah, he's a great villain. He is. He's first a season's villain character. Witty, wacky, it's, all the W's. Yeah, and it's like it breaks this stereotypical villain mm-hmm. vibe portrayal that's norm normally seen on television and film, and he's like quite quirky. But I feel like that's got to that's got a huge part to do with who's that actor because Michael Eklund. Portrays him so well. Yeah, it's like phenomenally. Does it in his own unique way that I've never seen done before. No, I've never seen it done before now that I think about it properly. It's like. Because if you think about it when watching it, there's points where you can kind of. Like, I don't know how to explain it. 
you obviously he's a villain, so you obviously but like, you connect with him. Yeah, exactly. Like there's a depth, there's a bit of depth there that mm-hmm. allows you to emotionally mm-hmm. connect with the character, which was very well done and well written as well to the yeah. writers. We're also introduced to Doc Holliday. That shady man. He is so shady at first. He is he's a bit weird. Basically, Doc is Wyatt Earp's best friend who was granted eternal life when he made a deal with a witch. Yay. Wish who I he now Stone witch. Stone witch, yeah. Yeah, the stone yeah. witch. She's quite quite the character. She is. We only see her a couple of it times knows. throughout the series, but... She makes a statement when she's she on screen. She does make a statement. It's a bit... Yeah, like, as well, Doc is kind of... He's, like, really shady at the start because he, like, makes, makes good connections with Both Wyman the and and then Bobo. And makes deals with Bobo, so I'm like... Do, can we trust him? Mm-hmm. Can we not? What's going to happen here? Yeah, I think he's the same in a lot of um, TV shows that you use. There's always that one character you don't really. You need 100%, to. You, it takes a while to trust. But you need to follow them more than any other character. Do you know what I mean? Even though he's yeah, not necessarily the main character, you need to follow his every move more than, say, Winona. Yeah, like, I feel like with this show, they do well. Of not just keep... I know, like, Winona's the main character, the leading character, but, like, each character besides Winona has a lot of screen time, etc. And there's, some of their storylines are, well, kind of delved into a bit. Not a lot. But it's hard to explain it's like yeah, I don't, they're all kind of equal I didn't they're like, like on the same level I didn't really like that about season one though it was they didn't yeah. really focus on the characters they focused more on the story which you should if you're doing which can be multiple, good in a sense you should but if you're doing multiple seasons you should always focus on the characters more within the first season yeah. I think backstories and everything like is they, needed they did go into Quite a lot of detail with Winona and maybe Doc. Now you haven't, yeah. And I know that you haven't seen season three, no, but I in haven't. season three they delve into some of the characters' backstories a bit more. Mm-hmm. Which is a a lot of Waverly's backstory is delved into in season three. Not so much, yeah. It's just. Uh. So the next okay. one as well we'll listen yeah. to it. We're, we're, we're introduced to is um, Agent Marshall Dolls, who is he's, um, like a, he's massive. <laughs> yeah, that's one word to describe. He's massive for the story. He's like he's an agent. He works for the secret government badge division. Yeah, government agency. Underground, yeah, underground government agency. Agency. Mm. I can't talk today. Um. And basically turns up and wants to give Winona the ultimatum of to either join him in the Black Badge Division or go to jail, which is linked to Winona's troubled past, mm-hmm. which we'll go into more detail later on in the podcast. But um, he's qu- is quite a mysterious character. I liked him. 
Yeah, mm, he's not my favourite character. Like, I just didn't vibe with him. I did. I vibed from him from the beginning, but then I think I've got a lot of things in common with him. He yeah. doesn't let up, he doesn't let on a lot. He doesn't. Yeah, definitely. He's got he's got his guard up. Yeah, exactly. He's very he protective he of himself. Like... That it's very similar to Winona in, mm-hmm. a, in a way. But he has a massive she... secret. Yeah, he does, which is crucial again to the more yeah, second very... series, I think. Yeah, and he injects himself with some weird substance, substances, which yeah, which makes us believe that he's got his big secret, which in the end he does. Mm-hmm. There's always this blue but substance it's always pops a mystery. up. Like, yeah, oh, like dotted throughout. You, it was like explained on something I seen online. It was like he could be seen as like an addict or something because mm-hmm. we obviously didn't know then that he's got a big secret, which we'll delve more into. Yeah, but he's like, it was just, it was just very weird. It was a bit, bit. Uh, I don't know the word for it really. Mysterious. Yeah. yeah, mysterious and like but yeah. shady as well. Yeah, same with like you'd randomly cut talk. to scenes and he's injecting really heavy and he's injecting himself with something that's like that's not that normal, mm-hmm. I'd say. So the main idea for the first season was that um Winona made it her mission to kill all known members of what they call the seven. So yeah. these are the seven rev- Very bad men. revenants that um, kidnapped. Well, we we think well we say kidnapped because we know what happens. But um, yeah. everyone believes killed her other sister Willa. Willa and also her father. But we find out later that we Winona accidentally shot her dad in the back when trying to save him as the seven mm-hmm. came in onto the Earp homestead and kidnapped her dad and sister. And that guilt of shooting her dad sits deep with Winona mm-hmm. throughout all the seasons, which she has brought her some troubles. Still brings her troubles up all throughout life. I, f- I feel like that's why she's got her guard up as well. She has a lot of drinking like, habits as having well. Having to go, yeah, like having to go all through that when you're so young. Mm-hmm. It's definitely life changing. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the seven rev- revenants. I oh, I keep going to say remnants, but I'm saying it right. Oh, <laughs> check me out. Um, yeah. Are you touching your mic? I'm not. No. Why would I be touching my mic? I can hear, like, metal. I don't hear anything. Hitting. It's not okay, my mic. It's not my mic. Um, What were we saying? The seven. Oh, right, right. I'll give up. We pause. And then... um. So, yeah, the seven were believed to have kidnapped Willa. And Winona makes it her mission to kill and send back to hell all these known revenants but at first she only has a photograph so she doesn't know yeah who they are in a sense and in the photograph it's like all seven revenants with her dad mm-hmm. hanging in the middle which is really 
disturbing. Deep and disturbing. So having to look at that all the time to try and recognise these revenues just can not be fun. Mm-hmm. On a happier note, a huge storyline within the season was the relationship between the characters Sheriff Nicole Hot and Waverly Earp. Nicole was a out and proud lesbian who works with the Purgatory Police Department. And personally, I think this was crucial within the show as the character gives representation to many people in the LGBTQ community with some unapologetic and positive representation, which often in TV show and films isn't exactly portrayed in a good way. Mm-hmm. I think Sometimes it was often really, killed it was off and such. Really, really well done. And even, yeah, definitely. Um, I agree with what you say as well. A lot of TV shows seem to kill off or don't have them in for much longer than they should be necessarily. Yeah, and as well, it was such it's good to have like a solid character representation because, like, yeah, and character as well. Like Nicole Hot is a character. Mm-hmm. There's just something about her. She's just so strong. I think she's the character I'd think of first when I said Winona Ripoko or Nicole Hot. Yeah, like she's. They're all like all the female characters as well in this show. They're all strong. Strong, independent women. Yay! And we love I'm sorry, to see it. I sounded it. so sarcastic then. <laughs> but you better not be. I'm not, um, I'm not. Because we love it. I, we do, love I it. do love to see um, it. it. It is definitely, definitely needed and obviously today's society yeah and as well this romance with in the show it wasn't quick oh no because it took over two three four five six it took them seven episodes for them to have their first, first kiss, kiss yes. which was great fun that scene will always go down history mm-hmm. the couch scene as airpers like to call it yeah um in the police department Oh yeah, in the, oh, yeah. yeah. I, oh, I, the I didn't see it coming. I didn't see it coming. If you, if you, I'm being honest, did you not? No, not even really. when Waverly. I thought was, she, like, because she's outside. such a stuck up. I thought she was really stuck up at first, Waverly, and yeah, other other stuff see. that happens, especially with um, something we'll talk about in a bit with um, her sister and everything. Yeah, like. As well, it was great representation for Waverly's bisexuality because mm-hmm. previous to Nicole, it showed Waverly in a relationship with the character Champ Hardy, who was just no words for that character. Stereotypical <laughs> jock. Yeah, like full of himself, cocky. Mm-hmm. It just it was a bit, it was a bit off. Yeah, and then um... and it just. The journey of Waverly exploring herself, etc. It was needed. And that pivotal, yeah, it was. And see the line when Waverly and Nicole were walking across the street and they stopped and Waverly was like, you're a lesbian, not a unicorn, right? Mm-hmm. That just, that just, brilliant. Mm-hmm. And then another unexpected relationship was the one between... Doc Holiday and Doc. Winona. Yeah, like they never really wanted to address that they care for each other, mm-hmm. but it's so clear 
It's so clear, and then it happened. They love each other. And then it happened, all in a one go. You know, there you go, son. Have it. I feel, because they were never exclusive, but, like, they always, I feel like they'll always care about each other Mm -hmm. so much. Like, there's that connection. Yeah. Which they were, they didn't want to admit themselves. Exactly. They're both... They're both characters who they're strong mm-hmm. on their own. They don't really need that assistance. Stereotypical, yeah. yeah they thought they'd find it themselves. I was glad to see it, honestly. I was glad to see it because yeah. they both do deserve happiness, even though at times they get on each other's nerves. They yeah fall out they all fight. the time. <laughs> oh, they disagree Shout on everything. Winona Van Dock from the homestead about 20 times a day. Mm-hmm. Get out, leave. Uh, it's You're a... not welcome here anymore. Uh-huh. Yes. But they always care. Yeah. I think another one as well was the slight <laughs> one between um, her and Agent Dolls. Oh yeah, that storyline as well. That it was, like was a bit. A little love triangle. It was, but Ish. you knew what was going to happen. And then yeah. there's always excuses. Uh, it was. I didn't really get that relationship. I didn't. I. I. I thought but, they should have kept it strict and professional. I think it built his character more. I know it showed them more of like having a more empathetic and yeah, kind like of side emotion. to him. But I feel like that just the white on and dolls thing was just a bit unnecessary. unnecessary. Yeah, sorry to all the Winona and Dolls fans out there. But yeah, this is obviously our opinion on it. Yeah, our opinion. I feel like this whole season, etc., was done quite well. Mm-hmm. Um, What's next? Basically, Winona, in the end, near the end of the season, kills the last of the seven. Two-faced Jack. This- yeah, that Revenant called Jack, and but it still leaves Winona feeling quite empty inside. Mm-hmm. And she also learns that her dad was not the man that she thought he was. And it turns out that he had some shady deals, oh, dealings with Bobo, with Bobo as yeah. well, which sent Winona and just feeling down, basically. Mm-hmm. Feel like what I've killed the seven. What can I do now? What yeah. should I do? I've got nothing. There's like there's no point. But she's off. But she was given a pep talk by Big Man Dolls. Big Man Dolls, love him. He's a character. Mm. But but as we get to this bit as well, there is a huge, 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 huge plot twist. Plot twist, yeah. Oh. So, as we aforementioned about Willa being thought to be dead, there's this there's episode, I think it was eight or nine? Near enough. I think it was those. eight. I'm, I'm thinking it, it, it feels right. Um, I, I apologise we'll if I'm it. wrong. Um, <laughs> basically, Winona and Dolls find this mansion of sorts where... They are to believe. Well, before they found the mansion, they get kidnapped by. Yeah, so they find they found it first, didn't they? And then they get put under this weird hallucinative spell thing. 
I think so. I don't know. My brain is just a bit fried at the moment. So yeah, they get taken hostage and obviously with it being like a girls thing, isn't it? I don't remember seeing any guys. Yeah, it it was all girls. He the the main cult leader basically. He was the only guy, Mm -hmm. and the rest were. So Winona was girls. Um, taken under the wing of this girl, who straight away she seems this deep, deep connection with. Plot twist. Plot it's twist. We find her, out it's... Her, air quotations, dead sister. Mm-hmm. So, they get them all Which out Which Winona still doesn't really <clears throat> know at this point. Mm-hmm. We, everyone else gets a hint of who it is. Um, but they rescue them all, and then we find out this cult leader is actually a revenant. Sends him back to hell. Was he not one I of the seven? Like... I'm not sure. I don't I'm, think so. I don't think so. I just had that weird feeling that he was. Um, but I feel like, see that whole plotline with the cult and all that? I feel like that was very clever. I liked that. I like how they introduced like the whole, Willa. Yeah, the whole bringing Willa back. Because it I wasn't my like favourite episode. The series wouldn't have been... Yeah, the, it wasn't my favourite. But like, it's a plotline... Mm-hmm. That I really enjoyed. It was. And it, appreciated. It, it, yeah, it was very Except, well done. Hands so I feel on. like if we didn't get to meet Willa, the story wouldn't have made it sense. It would have just been a waste of time. Yeah, like, I just. We wanted a bit more of Winona's family. Backstory. Family, other than just Waverly, Waverly. and her aunt Gus, who we don't even see a lot yeah. at all. Does she not honest. die in the end? No. I swear Gus died. No, she got um, attacked, but she's fine. Oh, okay. We come into that at the end of season two. Oh. oh. If you remember correctly, with the helicopter. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, aye. So, um, yeah, so obviously Winona rescues them all, and the girl that she had a connection with, Willa, doesn't have anywhere to stay, so they take her back to the Earp household. And it's her, is it her auntie then that realises who it is straight away? Well, I think so, yeah. Gus yeah, comes it was outside actually Gus. and the first words were Willa. Yeah, it was. But as well, Waverly has been throughout that very specific, speci- no, I can't English today. Can't um, English today. Suspicious <laughs> of her sister. No big sister that's just came back into the picture. Them two never had a very was... bright relationship, even when they were living together and when Willa was strictly alive. Yeah. Willa treated Waverly quite bad. Mm-hmm. Like, made her walk across the big beam in the barn. Yeah. She could have fell and died. Like, it's not that fun. But. But then, uh, a second huge plot plot blah, 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 plot twist is that um, Willa forms connections with Bobo. Bobo basically falls in love with him, mm-hmm. and then which he uses to his advantage and tries to get her to willingly cross the Ghost River Triangle, triangle. and it will help them escape him. unharmed. And that's the only way he can leave because he'll be crossing the lines with one the the rightful Erp heir mm-hmm. because she's came back into the picture. And yeah, she's the oldest sister. Yeah. 
But luckily, Winona was smart. Real life, well, what was going on? Well, I tried to take Peacemaker, so Winona gave well a fake Peacemaker to try and when she wasn't looking. See, I didn't even notice that at all. Did you not? No. It was kind of. I think it took me like a couple rewatches to realize, mm-hmm. but it was smart. smart. Yeah. Glad she done it. It was quite strange, but um, Winona in the end. But does, Willa does open the Ghost River Triangle for a split few seconds, though. Yeah, for a split few seconds at the gates. Mm-hmm. Which then leads into season this. two. But yeah, it basically triggers this like big monster type demon thing mm-hmm. called I can't I don't know if I'm saying it properly, but Michigan Mitch. Something along those lines, right? Just bear with me. And Waverly happened. There's like re- re- remnants. I really cannot talk. <laughs> remnants of goo from this big monster. And Waverly decides to touch it. Silly. Silly Billy. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and basically the demon goes inside of Waverly and that's how we see the start of season season two. two. But we have missed one massive thing from season one, which also leads to the beginning of season two, is the Agent Doll secret. Oh, yes. It's, um, we find out that Agent Dolls, as in to become a member of, or an agent of the Black Badge, he... Was it? Did he reluctantly agree? We never really find out that, do we? Never really find out no. whether he agreed or was forced to do take it part of a procedure. But basically, he becomes he takes dragon DNA, and it mutates with his yeah. body, and he becomes like a hybrid human dragon, lizard dragon. Which sort is of why thing. he That's needs why... this blue substance to not let it take over. He needs to yeah, be in control kind of, of it. So, Only in purgatory. Yeah. So he has this feud as well with... What was she called? His boss. His boss. Um, Agent Lucado. Yeah. Who I personally think should have had... A, a lot more. She, I, I read something the other day. storyline. She, she was involved in seven episodes. But yeah. The like... amount of things that you hear about her... You feel like she was there in every single one? Yeah, like, I thought she came in so early into the season, and then I realised she, she didn't really. Mm-hmm. Like, I loved that character. I know she was really harsh, really dark. But there was also but, a like, story to that. And they didn't delve deep enough, which mm-hmm. really hits me. It was annoying. Like, I want to see more. Yeah. It's in the comic books as well. She's got a sister. Which, I don't know, I don't know, I've not read the comic books. Me either, but I've heard Kate Drummond, who plays um, Lucado, talk about it. And how she should come back. That's a personal opinion, I think mm-hmm. she should come back and come back from whatever happens to yeah. Agent Lucado. So yeah, going into season two now, um, this the Ghost River Triangle opened for those few seconds, and the Beast things make their way through. 
Um, they kill them straight away, kill a few, and within the first episode, they find the black site of the black badge and go and rescue dolls. No, they try and rescue. Try and sneak in, but dolls and Winona and those hazard suits relate to us right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Imagine having like those suits. They must have been stinking because that guard was not having it. Mm-hmm. She was like, just go in. Yeah. Which I feel is like pretty poor security on uh, underground <laughs> yeah. government thing. But. Bit dodgy. Bit dodgy. It's a TV show. We yeah, can't exactly. look too much into it. <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah. But they get caught. Yeah, by basically. The. Well. The- well, no, it's the it's the other guy, the her boss, her boss boss. Her yeah, her boss, big boss, big boss man. We never find out yeah, his that's, name. That's what we're call- that's what we just call him, big boss man. Because we Why never not? found out his name. Yeah. Um, and he threatens all of them, and they are forced to become members of the Black Badge. And they cannot. They they're literally blood bound, except from Nicole. And Nicole wasn't which, there, but she knows about it. Which she, she was outside. She was outside, ready to pick them up. Mm-hmm. And but the Waverly got her. Chaser. Waverly got her away before. They knew she which, was there. Which, which Nicole was not happy about. Ooh. I'll tell you that one right now. But anyways, what to happened? Get there? back to. Purgatory, and mm-hmm. we are introduced to the legend that is Mercedes Gardner. She's a member of the ultra wealthy, ultra powerful Gardner family, and she's just bought like this. I don't know how to explain. It. It's like a really big old abandoned building. It's an abandoned building that she's renovating. We don't. Yeah, we're never really told it. what she's renovating it into. You'd assume something like flats or. Something like that. Yeah, and, but what I liked about getting to meet this new character was the fact that the way that her and Winona were bouncing off each other, you could tell they'd been friends from a really young age, mm-hmm. and both of their families have been a bit hated, dodgy, dodgy Hate, and hated. Yeah. So I feel like they bonded on that mm-hmm. with that. Definitely. Grown up a lot. Um. We're also introduced to the idea of um, this entity stalking, or it it seems like she's stalking uh, Winona. Yeah, it's like a a ghost kind of thing. It's like a witch, it's us. So basically, those are the wives of Sheriff Clutie. Um, who, like, are ghosts. They don't have faces or anything. Oh, no. Which leads oh. on to the next part <laughs> of where Mercedes Gardner it's... and her sister Beth Gardner... Okay. Well, they're not kidnapped. They're at home, but they're... they're um... They get their face rips, ripped off. Yeah, they get cut off. And... They're, left, they're actually left alive, which is a massive, massive clear point for yeah, that would season been... three, apparently. Well, again, I've not re- I've not watched it. Oh yeah, you haven't. I've not seen season three yet, so shocking. 
only got but, time to do two podcasts. Uh, we've only got time to do two reviews, so when are you going to watch two? Yeah. I quite like I quite like that storyline. Mm-hmm. Because it brought um, Waverly and Winona together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Like, see that scene of them in the big abandoned building with the goo dripping from them, and they're swinging their bats. Oh, yeah. See, this is where I thought... And the goo- gun. I, this is where I thought she cut, cut, um, was infected. No. But then I realised right at the end of up. season one, her eyes go black. Yeah. Uh-huh. It did click there. Wait. But they're, 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 they're like spider things, aren't they? Yeah. They're basically big. They're basically now called the widows. So, widow Mercedes and widow Beth. Widow Beth. Wow, my voice went really croaky there. And basically, widow Mercedes is definitely a spider. Like that, she's like it's a big spider. Mm-hmm. Beth, not so much. I don't feel. I think Beth is more humanoid. More, yeah, more ringleader type. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, I think Beth got the the better widow. <laughs> if, if yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, they got the better better option. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I feel um, like Mercedes would agree if she were real. Yeah, and they also Ooh. have this brother, Tucker. Oh, he he's is like the town don't pervert. Don't even get me started. He is a bit. He's just he's so dodgy. So creepy. He's so dodgy. He, I didn't. Oh, I did not understand why not they needed to have him. I but thought, I feel like that brings in the fact that the gardeners aren't perfect either. Exactly. I think it, that's the only reason that's they That's why hadn't. they were hated. They try to... Then the two he widows was... try to get him involved as well. They like they promised him women, didn't they? Or promised him... Oh, they promised him Waverly. Yeah. And it's just... It was disgusting, honestly. It was, yeah, hate, it was a bit... hate that guy. Yeah. But it was just really... Mm-mm. So no. yeah, they've so they've they've kind of by now um, rescued dolls. He did escape, um, and we're introduced to what she called the biochemist Rosita, Rosita Bustillo. Yeah, love that woman. So she's love got three PhDs. She's got one in biochem, astrology, and. Something else. <laughs> There's a third one. There She's really smart. One. She's just really, really smart. But we do find out a massive fact about her later on in the series. But um, yeah. Doc asks her for help to help get a cure for dolls. And Basically, because Black Badge were no longer supplying him with the blue substance. We're just going to call it injections. the blue substance because we don't know what it's yeah, called. Yeah, the blue substance. As well as Black Badge Division completely disappeared as well, mm-hmm. which was kind of wild. One minute they're one minute they're there, next minute they're not. Quite, quite sticky situation at the Yeah. End. I thought it was definitely necessary, but um, it's Winona that doesn't know where she is, uh, where he is. Sorry, and Doc. Is the only one that really knows where he is. He comes back full health. Um, and then we kind and of... Around about this point is where the demon from the goo that 
Waverly touched. Oh, reveals itself. Reveals itself, which is quite, that's quite the wild storyline. It reveals itself to Winona, not everyone at first. Yeah. I applaud the writers for this Mm -hmm. storyline, because I know it was written in instead of what it was originally meant to be. The demon made a mistake in how it revealed itself. It transferred its body from Waverly, went into Winona. So they basically had to share a kiss Mm -hmm. on their sisters. Yeah, it was really weird. Don't understand that. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. And then she left the house with Doc, but she tied Waverly up. The key thing that made Doc realise something was wrong was Winona didn't have Peacemaker. And Winona never leaves the house without Peacemaker. Just in case there's like a little remnant to kill kill on the way. You know, sport. Just the usual. Yeah. Um, And then what happened next? Yep, got it out. Ended up killing it. Waverly was back to normal. Winona was back to normal. But then Waverly had to tell Winona something. She doesn't because think Because after this it was in Winona. No. Was... Oh, oh no. You're, you're missing I out missed the, biggest... the biggest thing of season two. Oh no. Yeah, so basically, in real life, the actress who plays um, Winona, Melanie Scrofano, um, was pregnant. And she'd done the whole of season two. Pregnant, so they obviously had to write that in for Winona and the belly showing. Otherwise, that wouldn't have made sense. Oh wait, Winona's pregnant without being pregnant. Yeah, they done that so well though. They for did it being just written in. They they done it so well, and it being yeah, and her becoming so heavily pregnant as well within a short space of time of filming. They made the next episode perfect. Yeah, they really tied that. Then, yeah. Well, basically, we yeah. realize. Oh no, the the demon knew stuff, so it it transferred memories, and when why no, it it transferred back into Waverly, and the demon told Waverly that Winona is pregnant, but Winona basically also like there wasn't enough room. Uh huh. There wasn't enough room, and then. They it, took a pregnancy test and... It and... became positive. I think the next episode was my favourite of season two. Was that the... The dream one. Dream one. Or the... The whole town goes to sleep for weeks. Whilst, oh, yeah. um... The... It was quite the good. The widows like the... try and bring their husband back. Oh, yeah. Really like that, actually. one episode well. in it. I hated it. I hated one episode in it. It was so unnecessary. And you know how what you what know episode? the second last. I forget what's in that. The one when they go back in oh. time, but we'll get back to that in a minute. Oh, I loved that. I hated it. Honestly. The alternate universe. Yeah, let's let's get back to where that. we were. Where were we? <laughs> Sorry, we get sidetracked. We do get easily. sidetracked. Um That was played in very well. It was. Yeah. It I thought it was necessary as well, obviously, when I said a minute ago about the um, Melanie Scrofano in real life, the like massive change in such a short space of time. It worked yeah. well. They skipped a few weeks of the series, meaning she became pregnant, bigger. 
Um, she and started it made showing. More sense. Yeah, it made more sense as to as the story developed. Um, so they didn't need to hide Melanie's bump, mm-hmm. which would have been very difficult because it was massive. Um, at first, as well, we don't know who's um, the father. Yeah. There's that massive plot it, twist of um, it could be dolls. Is Doc the father? It, no, not dolls. Sorry, Doc. And then, um, but or is Winona's, Jonas? Winona's led to believe that it's actually this revenant, no, called, called Jonas, Jonas, who she had a one night stand who's with. Ab- I hate that character so he much. A, what he said he to was her. So weird. It was. It was really, really creepy. But um, she kills him. <laughs> she's like you're a revenant I don't care so he, bang he deserved it <laughs> he deserved it after, after what he said to her I was like you go mm-hmm. you do that there was this massive then, point as well where um, it was a massive falling out between Winona and Doc and then she had to tell him that it wasn't was his father. and then it was his and then uh... but I feel the way that he supported her oh when... right yeah from the very beginning he supported her so much. Mm-hmm. And see, there's this... When he slides a piece of paper over to her... Yeah. And it says, I'm all in. Mm-hmm. That made me cry. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. He's a, he's a respectful fellow. He Doc's care inside. He has respect. a respect. Well, first two seasons, he's a respectful fellow. Oh. Oh. Dif- different for season three. Tim Roson, who plays Doc, said that to me as well. Mm-hmm. And was then, like, just just tell Kieran. There was. I feel I feel like Doc after season. Two. Oh no, and then um. There's also the briefcase in it. Oh yeah. And the I think the firemen they're quite cool. I like the firemen. They were quite weird as well, but they that were... was jumping back to when Demon was still in Waverly. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they tried to get it out that way. By killing her. And the, the demon, when she was in Waverly, actually tried to get Nicole to shoot Winona. Mm-hmm. Which Nicole would have done. It was something she, was she said. It, it was something she said. Waverly wouldn't say that. Yeah. Like, Nicole was fully ready to shoot Winona. Mm-hmm. And then Waverly said something that was like, that's, that's not her. Mm-hmm. Waverly's just not this. Yeah, and then, yeah, what else? Sorry, my my head's gone dead. It's fine. There's this scene with the widows who, they're all on the main street in Purgatory. So, like, Doc, Waverly, the, the two widows, etc. And this there was a plate in this briefcase that we mentioned earlier and this plate had a certain type of lead in it Mm -hmm. and they managed to make this special bullet but they could only make one Mm -hmm. they had to try and kill the widows two widows with one bullet yeah but there was this there was this point as well when the widows actually managed to semi-resurrect their husband but the one played by uh, Mercedes kind she of turns, turned its back she... on it and cut its hand off. Yeah. I didn't understand just... that bit. It was so random. 
I was like, I feel like the widows were really random though. Yeah. And as well, when the bullets get, when that one bullet gets shot, it hits. Well, basically, Winona shot a bullet out of Peacemaker, and Doc shot, shot a bullet out of his gun. The one out of Peacemaker and was the one made from the plate. The special plate. And it split. The bullet. Doc's bullet split this one perfectly, and it went in both directions to both the widows. Mm-hmm. So it managed to get. Widow Beth. They had to kill two birds with one stone. But when it got to Widow Mercedes, she turned into this Snow Queen type Yeah, that, it was so strange. Like, how did she... Why did she need to cut off someone's face in the beginning if she could all of a sudden turn into a Snow Queen? That was quite random. But she was still using actual Mercedes real... Face identity yeah but it was it was really strange real mercedes still been in the basement where they left them without a face but she was alive they rescued her she's in hospital beth Um, was not alive unfortunately r.i.p beth we are missing another massive thing there was this um bit in the series as well when they went back in time or into a real reality, or oh my god, the, yeah. the back in time bit was important. Yeah, the dream quest. Yeah, I loved that episode. It was like, quite a good episode. Um, you found out a lot more about. You found out about Jeremy. Bobo's story. Yeah. Um, Bobo does make a Robert. reappearance in it because of this Robert's alternate reality. Oh, like, Bobo's inclusion of the second series was just so weird. Yeah, like one minute he's dead, one minute he's alive. And then he comes out of an alternate I mean, reality. But he's now yeah, in this reality. I was like, how? He's also in season three. Oh, this is weird. <laughs> we apologise <laughs> that we're going really weird with season two, but just lots yeah, it's of different just loads bits of happened. And it all it was such... the different points in the series. It's, it's just... It was such a chaotic... It was... But I, lo- I loved it. It's personally my favourite season. Yeah, so, yeah. Why no in a wins in the end? Again. After all that madness. <sighs> shortly after, Winona pulls another stunt and gives birth to her and Doc's baby, which is called Alice. Alice Michelle or something. Yeah, Alice Michelle. Michelle is actually Winona's mum's name, who we get to meet in season three. That was the weirdest ending. Oh, yeah, like... it makes sense. So in season three, Whoa. trust me. Um, but basically, the revenants are after Alice, unfortunately, and Winona and Doc have to make the decision to, to get send, rid of her. to send her away. Mm-hmm. But she's living with her, with Winona's aunt Gus. So Gus is still alive. And she's now living outside of the Ghost River Triangle with... Where she cannot be harmed. Yeah, because obviously Revenants can't get out. So, yeah, that was basically season two as well. And at the end, basically, you kind of see that the trouble is not over yet. Mm-hmm. And that Clutie, the widow's husband, his real name is Bullshar. And he's, he's about to cause a star in season three. Mm-hmm. 
Because you don't actually see him die. You just see his hand cut off. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, he was semi-resurrected. Well, he was resurrected. But his hand just goes. You don't see him get killed. So it makes more sense that way, doesn't it? Yeah. So... What I was really your... enjoyed the first and second. What season. was your favourite one? I loved season two. I see, I preferred line. season one. I still think yeah, it was a. They it's... both had their so- strong points. Yeah, I just think season two jumped around a bit more and they just included a lot of unnecessary bits that didn't make sense. Yeah. Some of the plot lines went too fast mm-hmm. for my liking. Like, see if they went a little bit slower. Yeah. On. I don't even know. I think they should have had um, the uh, Agent Doll's boss a lot more. Yeah, Luc- she Luc- was Adel unfortunately killed. Because when she was killed, she it was, was like really gruesome. What was it she said? I want to be. A, I want like, to feel whole again. I want to feel whole again. So like that kind of tells us that There's she's got a backstory. She does have more of a story. She's. It was needed. She's got a heart. Yeah, exactly. She may appear to be like so cold, but she's got a heart, and I would have loved to see even more. Mm-hmm. But she touched the goo, and it went her head was a... blown off. Yeah, it was really weird. <laughs> a very unfortunate. So, ending. with this um, series as well, we're going to be rating certain things. So we're going to be having we're going to score each of these following categories out of ten. And we're gonna see have a table of things. Well, when we get more and more into it, we'll yeah, introduce definitely. a table. So we're gonna be rating our overall opinion of the show, the storyline, the acting, and the production of it. So, first one is what? What was your overall opinion of the two series? We're just talking about the series one and two out of ten. Well. I'd say about a seven-ish, because some of the storylines I would have loved to go more mm-hmm. into depth about, but with season two, obviously, Melanie was pregnant, so they had to rewrite what they planned, so I applaud them for that, mm-hmm. and I give them props for that. They've done what they could, and they pulled it off. I think I'd agree with a seven, I think. They're very smart with it. Yeah, they were really, really smart with it. It's gonna take a lot to give it like an eight, nine, ten. Um it'll be I think it's impossible to get a ten. Is yeah. it unless you've got like a proper, proper, proper amazing attachment with it. I wasn't I, you were always led to believe you were always asking questions, weren't you? What's happening now? It was like a very good cliffhanger one. But some of the stories. I feel like that could have been more. Yeah, that could have been seen as a good thing having like the cliffhangers. I think that ups the around. ratings because it engages a watcher. Yeah, it definitely engaged the viewer. viewer a watcher. I felt like a rush of adrenaline to like watch more. Mm-hmm. Like, it made me want to. Like I finished season one, two, and three within a week and a half. I watched. It was. I watched season two in two days, which I don't do. Um, I mean, you kind of had to, didn't you? I kind of had to, yeah. I was running a bit behind on everything. But, yeah. But it's a good show to binge watch. It's a good show to binge watch. But it's not It's not my favourite, but it's not my worst. It's not average either. It's, it's above average. It's Yeah, it's up there. It's good for what it was. 
what the story was, but I think a lot of stories in it should have been developed a lot more. I think a lot of things yeah, were definitely. unnecessary. So for me, yeah, seven out of ten, I'd agree with. So yeah, that's which leads us on to storyline. The same. I, it's I, basically the same. It I is feel. the same. I think I touched on it a second ago, so I have given it a seven out of ten as well. I think yeah, definitely needed a lot more, but it didn't. It 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 had enough. They done good. Had enough to make sense. So the acting phenomenal at some points yeah so what are you giving it i'm I'm guessing you're gonna give it like a nine here eight and a half nine so you're going nine that cast not being biased but that cast are genuinely they clicked phenomenal they click click so much i've rated it eight yeah eight 8.59 in that Mm. region yeah i've i've had the chance to see them all well not all of them but see most of them like in person in real life and they all just get on so well mm-hmm. it no, it's like a family so isn't it see. yeah they, they are just vibe family, ultimately they vibe it's like, perfectly together it's such a special connection that's what i love about the show too kind of going off topic but they have such a close um relationship with fans mm-hmm. they're all see you get tv shows where actors and that hardly interact with the followers, fans mm-hmm. of the shows, but this cast just go above and beyond personally because they're always whenever a episode airs live, they always live tweet it. Like recently, because last year we were meant to have season four, but the production company couldn't afford to do it, so it almost got cancelled. So we've been waiting a while. It's been a really long hiatus. So the cast themselves planned to get Sci-Fi to do a rewatch of season one a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And they picked specific episodes where the cast came online during quarantine. Like some of them have children, so they were homeschooling and all that. Still made time for the fans, etc. Yeah. To live tweet along. It was It's um, such a special connection with actor and what a viewer. It's, yeah. It just creates that family sense, doesn't it? Yeah, I've never, no. I've never really known a TV show to have that much of an effect. They often always say Erper for life, and even the cast go by that. Like Tim Roseon, who plays Doc, he loves by that. Everything he posts, you always have to see the E for L, meaning Erper for life. They just care so much about the show. Mm-hmm. And the fans, it's just brilliant, honestly. So I rated it an eight because, um, I think, all of them vibed so brilliantly, but there was maybe some characters that either didn't get enough or had too much. Yeah, definitely. Like, so I feel like there's some characters we didn't get to see enough of their talent because mm-hmm. they were there such a short time. Yeah. Like Lucado. Lucado being made one. Is yeah. a phenomenal actress. Now I wish we got to see her more. Mm-hmm. So on and to Rosita. Yeah, yeah, Rosita. She had... was really well Do done. I know? We've not really touched on this character at all. Yeah. But Jeremy, he is such an underrated character. See, I... who I love so much, the scientist. I didn't mind him, but I didn't like. I didn't like think he was necessary in some aspects. But I think they developed him quite well. 
I feel like he's got his special place uh-huh. within the show. Ooh, apologies, that. <laughs> My apologies, just yawning. Yeah, I'm a bit yes. And then the final one is um, your production, so your lighting, camera, sound. I mean, some of the colour grading could have been a bit better, but that's me just being nitpicky, because mm-hmm. I love to edit. But Out of ten, then? Production, about another 7.5. they done very well for the budget. I was about to say, I, I rated it six. But yeah, seven. With what you just said and everything, it was such a small budget, and they've done so many series on it. They've managed to do. Is it? They've definitely done three at the minute. I don't know if they filmed four yet. They're halfway through. So they're halfway. Right. So they they are developing a fourth series for such a small budget. It was really really good, but then you're not. Obviously, they've done well because we've got such a huge fan base. Mm -hmm. Obviously, doing something right. Yeah. Like if it was a really bad production, I feel like not it wouldn't a lot have lasted as long. Been... Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. So overall, overall consensus, it was... it's a brilliant TV show, and you should all watch it. Yeah, I'd agree with it. Um, I'm glad you finally watched it, Kieran. After so months am I. Of me, it's not after months of me begging. It what it was months, honestly. Yeah, uh, have you watched it yet? <laughs> did no? they? No? Did they get tired in? <laughs> That's all I'd say to him in uni. All my friends, in fact, I was like, you should all watch Wine on Air. And all it, like, it's funny as well, because yeah. we, d- we didn't really mention it, but me and you have only really known each other since January. Well, we talked a few a times. A few times, but properly. But that's because I was just shy. Uh-huh. <laughs> I oh, was just shy and it took I me a while. I spoke to anyone and everyone. Yeah, we all know that. Yeah, I'm like you, the... You'd talk to a brick wall, honestly. Honestly, okay. I would. I like to have a conversation with a brick wall every now and then. They're quite quite entertaining, brick walls. Yeah, I like the wee... Yep, I was... I'm, <laughs> like, I'm... get People that, people that think wall? that I'm loony, I'm really, really not. I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Don't agree. <laughs> We've got our moments. Oh, I do have my moments. Fun. It has been, been... It's, it's been a roller coaster, hasn't it? I apologise if this podcast has been a bit long, weird, oh, and it's long. Like, but it's our first we're just, one. We're just a bit. We'll we'll get there. It's yeah, our first one. It's baby steps, isn't it? Yeah, baby steps exactly. And hopefully, mm-hmm. we developed it more into. We'll get a structure. I think. I think we we'd want everyone to comment what they think. Um, yeah, like leave us on our socials just some. Private message us or um, leave comments on the. I think we're. Are we uploading it on Facebook? Um, no, it'll just be on the audio platforms because this isn't video recorded. Ah. But we'll share the links. We'll share the links. So if you tweet us, message us on Facebook, um, Instagram. Maybe on the links. Maybe yeah. Leave us comments. Podcast. I think our at is on most of them. Yeah. It'll be down in the. Um, podcast description thing, yeah. all our links to social medias. But a lot of people follow different platforms, so yeah, leave your comments what you think, and we'll thank do our best to get, get back to you. And thank you We're for very listening. Appreciative. Yeah, like, well, we hope some people are listening. Yeah, fingers crossed. We, we appreciate it but... because it means so much to us, it's what we want to do at the end of the day. It's we've 
chose her to do this course because it's what we want to do with our lives. Yeah, like, our course is basically radio, film, production, etc. And our radio was cut short. So that kind of inspired us as well to get into podcasting. I've personally wanted to do a podcast. Oh, I've wanted to do one for ages. I just didn't... I've asked a few people, but I think me and Lauren have a connection as well where we vibe off each other. Yeah. And we're interested in the same things and it's... Like, no boundaries. I can just, exactly. like, slag on. And he doesn't... Uh, um, he can slag me. I, just, I don't get part of it. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, a great, it's a great bounce. Yeah. It vibes well. So hopefully our podcast will get better. We promise. We do. We do promise. But, yeah, but, nerves at the minute, that's all, I think. And, yeah, just developing that structure that we're going to use and find out. But next podcast... I think the quizzes are going to be very fun. Yeah, the quizzes, yeah, that's what I was leading on to now. So the next podcast, hopefully out on Thursday, we've got our uni course friend Sam on with us. Um, Legend. Yeah. We're doing... And he's going to go up against Kieran. Yeah. And I'll be making... Still need to make that quiz. I do, actually. So, but yeah. I am a brilliant quiz master. Mm-hmm. You see. So we'll explain Come more on. about the quiz on Thursday when you hear it. So, thank you for listening to this first podcast. Stay safe, stay inside. And bye-bye. Bye-bye.